Housewarmers, welcome to Housewarming. I'm Nat Domina. I'm Marty Smiley, and you're listening to a podcast for renters. We share the crazy stories of shared living. Tonight is a bit night. Yes. We talk to you about what goes on in shared living, and uh, hopefully you find it relatable because we're all living in this kind of time when mm. their ownership doesn't exist for us. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm loving how we live at the moment. The renting sucks, but our suburb is awesome. Redfern's great. Yeah, I love Redfern. What do you? What's your favorite part about Redfern? Uh, I know, like a lot of locals here. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there's uh, Sam the Breadman. Sam the Breadman, of course. Uh, who you know? Have you settled your beef? Eat. No, we haven't actually okay. settled our beef. But I love that I have a beef with, <laughs> with him. He yeah. <laughs> used to sell me olives from the boot of his car. Old Lebanese man. Sometimes I speak a little Arabic with mm-hmm. him. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Love Sam. He didn't like my review of his last <laughs> olives, and now we don't speak. But it look, uh, Lebanese they only hold a grudge for so long. Yeah, yeah, Often yeah, yeah. it's forever, but you can <laughs> you can get back in their good of books. Of course, eventually. of course. There's plenty of locals we know. Hazim, Hazim, Hazim. Convenience the Redfern store. Convenience store. Uh, Redfern Ralph, who sits at Redfern Station. Yeah, yeah. You got Mickey, Mickey's Fruit and Veg, who sells us our juice, yeah. our juice needs. Yeah, I like the neighborhood. It's the locals, right? It's it's the fact that you can walk around these streets yeah. and almost 95% of the time you'll bump into somebody, you know, and you'll have a lovely chat before you yeah. get on with your day. You know your local barista. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful community feel That's in Redfern. It's a community feel. And lately, you know, we are in the midst of Redfern being gentrified. Wow, it's been, yeah. It's been, it's been ten gentrified. Year, ten it's year been process. gentrified. It is, yeah. And we're coming pretty close. To the completion to the of com- gentrification. To the end. We're coming to the end. <laughs> I'd say as soon as the high rises went up. Yeah. Yeah. It's 100%. Like we can write it off. Yeah. Yeah. Now, they've built an anytime fitness. Yeah. On our street. It's the last frontier. Not just any anytime fitness. Big anytime fitness. Yeah. Two entryway. Anytime fitness. 24 hours. The whole model of the business is anytime. Anytime. You can't can't go. Any entryway you want. There's so many doorways to that fitness. (laughs) Too many doorways. How many doorways you need for a gym? (laughs) Everything's a workout. Anytime fitness. Anytime. Because they change the the entrance. It's like you've (laughs) got to find it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, anytime fitness. Do you have any thoughts on this? It's killing my regular coffee. That's morning that's, coffee. That's my first point. It's right next to our favorite cafe. Yeah. Gorgeous cafe. We know the patrons, the workers at the cafe. I they're went, friends of ours. I went in last week. It's for day of opening. And there's like a bloody guy wearing a, a shirt that literally said, like a singlet, literally says, express the sweat. Oh. Express the sweat. Yeah. See, this is the thing, right? When, when a gym of this magnitude opens in a suburb, it's going to change the entire cultural landscape. <laughs> <laughs> Menus are going to start to change. Redfern fish and chips, how long do you reckon before that becomes a sole origin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just everything covered in pesto. You're like, just because it's green, it's not healthy. 
I'm just going to. You I'm, mean some of the spots that have some of the spots will have lose character, their character? Absolutely, 100%, because they're going to have to adapt to the climate of the people who are now in the suburbs. My fear is for the local barn me joints of, of Redfern, mm, you know, mm. your $7 barn me. But I think we find a way to shut this gym down. How do you shut a gym down? COVID. COVID. Mm-hmm. COVID's a good one because sweat. They, but spreads. do they just close down and clean and then they're back up That's and running back again? Up again. You can open a spite gym. Yep, yep. But then that's, you know. It's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money and a lot of effort just out of spite, just to shut down another gym. I mean, you're like trying the, to shut yeah. down a gym. Why would I shut down a gym and start another gym? Like, <laughs> or, or how's this? All right. We bury them in paperwork. Okay. They're a new gym. They'd be looking for workers to right. work at the gym. Okay. We send Hundreds, if not thousands, of fake resumes for applications. For applications, and they're like, "Wow, this is a really popular gym." And then we keep rescheduling each one, reschedule, reschedule, reschedule. And they're like, "Man, this job isn't getting filled. No one's coming up to interviews. Over time, they won't have any workers. If you don't have workers, your gym can't operate. You shut down. They've already got workers. Well, we have to poison and kill those (laughs) workers. We've got to find a way to shut this gym down. We do, yeah." Or right. I guess we just make peace with it. <laughs> that seems to be like an easier option. Yeah, maybe we just join. Should we join the gym? See what it's about. I think we work out at the gym so much that we get so strong that we can bash everybody at that gym. <laughs> and then, then it's like, then it's like, well, you did this. <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> that sounds like a great plan. You're going to help me execute? Of course. You're, you're my ride or die. If, if this involves you getting fitter and getting uh, getting stronger to to mm-hmm. stop them mm-hmm. visiting your favorite cafe, yep. I'm in. That's the plan. I'm sticking to it. We'll keep you updated on what goes on. Yeah. But in the meantime, we should get to the guest. <laughs> on this week's Spin Night, we have Mark calling us. Mark's all the way from Perth. Is that correct, Mark? That's right. How's it going over there? Oh, it's lovely. It's very hot and sweltering. I'm loving it. God damn it. Well, welcome to the show, Mark. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. What have you got to tell us, Mark? I've called to to tell you about when I ruined Christmas, when I uh, won a Christmas prize and and it wasn't good enough and I had to redo it all myself. <laughs> oh, what, what, what kind of prize are we talking? What was the prize? I I won a prize to have my house covered from head to toe in fairy lights. And, and you, it wasn't up to scratch. So I then had to go and uh, go to Bunnings and spend quite a lot of money on new fairy lights so that it would work and be a functional display of Christmas. <laughs> oh my god! It was up to my own standard. Wow. I, it was a, I. I got too much. I got invested. How much <laughs> did you spend? I, well, uh, after it all, it was about eight hundred dollars on fairy lights. <laughs> How did this call get through? What is this story? <laughs> you spent $800 on fixing some Christmas lights. Yeah. We won a prize. Uh-huh. There was about 20 guys rocked up in a truck, and they're just pulling out truckloads of fairy lights. And on the house, it starts going, and I'm watching it, and I'm a bit of an OCD perfectionist. Uh-huh. What was wrong with the Christmas lights? Well, I'd been told that it would be this beautiful warm white theme Australiana. I was so excited. I love the color warm white, and uh, and they rocked up, and uh, it was all cool white, and uh, mm. they didn't have enough 
very shame, hard to cover. Shame, shame. <laughs> oh, this just, isn't New it, York. You need a warm white. We need a warm white. And I was just panicking. I didn't know what to do. I was talking to my housemate. I was like, this this is this is not the colour that we had planned. And um, our, our house has this perfectly placed Christmas tree right in the centre um, of, of the front yard. It was there when we moved in and, and they started wrapping it in these fairy lights and they it just they were using solar fairy lights, which Don't you know, know, most people would just be grateful to have this beautiful tree covered in fairy lights and here's me panicking. What are solar fairy lights? They notoriously never work. They notoriously never work. And and we had this other tree that they're wrapping with these two forty volt fairy lights, and I'm like, "This is gonna, this is this is gonna match, guys. This is not going to. The, one oh. energy level is going to be way different to the other. Oh. Way different. No. So anyway, they they try to switch it all on, and this there's this tree over in the back that is beaconing like a lighthouse, and the Christmas tree looks like this sad phallic. Half of it's <laughs> working, half of it's not. And I'm just like panicking because <laughs> I had a TV crew coming to film us. And so I was like, you know what? And so I run in and I grab my fairy lights and I start wrapping it. And the, the people from the company are like, what, what are you doing? And I'm like, no, you, you, just, you, haven't, you haven't done it right. You've done a bad job is what, yeah. And I was upsetting a lot of people, but I was like, you know what? I'm the one who has to sit here and look at this for the rest yeah. of the month. Yeah, 100%. And did they so, cop it? Well, they didn't like it at all, and and they told they were like, you you actually can't add to the prize. <laughs> it's your goddamn house. It's my house. You can't <laughs> add to the prize. You can't modify the installation. Mm. And uh, the one part of the the prize which ended up costing me the most money was the giant tree that was at the front of the house that I the lighthouse beacon, mm. and and they'd covered the front of the tree so the people driving past would be able to see, but the back of the tree was completely naked. So then I had to then go to Bunnings and, and buy quite a truckload of fairy lights to fill this void. Oh, um, no. Was it? it was just, my, his, so you had to buy more fairy lights? I just, well, I had to commit. It had to be right. Yeah, 100%. You can't have shitty couldn't, lights and you couldn't right. be bothered just taking it all down. I mean, they would have thought they've just given you all this stuff for free. Are you the Grinch that stole Christmas? <laughs> Oh, I'm the Grinch that added to Christmas. It was needed more, more Christmas. It needed more. No, it needed more. They didn't do enough. They True. let you down. You'd won a prize. I think what you should do is get your Bunnings receipt, send them an invoice, pay me back. Yeah. You, you owe Absolutely. me the money for this. If anything, he's more like Elf. He, yeah. he believes yeah. wholeheartedly in Christmas. In the spirit of Christmas. To the point where he's pointing out imperfections mm-hmm. in his prize. They gave you a prize that you actually knew a lot about. You know, when someone gives you something, but they're not, they're kind of uninitiated mm. into the world of fairy lights. They've just given you something and, and expected you to feel very grateful, but you knew too much about fairy lights. I, yeah, I was too in the know. Mm. And I also, I've, I've got a personality of OCD. Yeah. yeah. I know. Most people should just be happy. No, dude, you know, actually, if it's a bad quality, I'm in no. your, I'm on your side on on that realm. When 100%. someone gives me a present and incomplete or not up to standard, <laughs> it's halfway there. I normally let them know, and people do hate that about me. I'd give them back to them the next year. <laughs> <laughs> did you enter this competition? How did you? How did you win these fairy lights? Me and my housemate Sam, we are musicians, mm-hmm. and during the lockdown, we started doing shows to our neighbours. Uh, and oh. so we'd play, perform shows, 
That's and, quite and, nice. Um, cool. Are you in a band? And so it was a, yes. What band are you in? Um, uh, my own band, uh, Mark Turner. Uh, you can find so Mark, name, the Mark yeah. Turner band. The Mark Tur- Mark Turner's the band. First cool. album, self-titled. Yeah, Mark Turner. Yeah. Mark Turner the band. Mark yeah. Turner. <laughs> Whoever. Yeah. Whatever. You look it up. You'll find it. <laughs> so we were doing these shows. Yeah. And then um, the city of uh, Sterling, where I live, uh-huh. emailed me and said, "There's this competition going. You should get your neighbours to nominate you." And so two of them did, and then we ended up winning. I got this a call is from on two the, on nominations. That's all it took. That's all it took. That's all it took. Do you have to take it down? Uh, like they don't come to collect it, did they? No. No, though they they came and collected it. Wow! But they also took some of my own lights, oh. of my warm white lights, with them. So that was a. You know, they knew what they I, were doing. That was intentional. They, they knew. They they knew exactly what they were doing. And who was the camera crew? <laughs> well, Channel Nine, they came and did the weather. Of course, it was Channel Nine. It was a, a very funny time, and then yeah. um, it was a slow when, news day. Let's when Basil, when Basil Zemplis, it is a slow news day. When Basil Zemplis rocked up your house with the Channel Nine crew to do the weather, did you? <laughs> did you? I was shocked. I was concerned. <laughs> did you mention to them that they'd actually fucked your Christmas time? <laughs> oh my god! I just, I, I had to keep it in, yeah. in myself. Yeah, yeah. You and, could have ended up on work- Channel 9 and then a current affair for beating up a weatherman. Yeah. yeah you, you, it could have been. It could have started upset. off in the morning with the weather and how you'd won the competition and by that evening you could have been with Tracy Grimshaw yeah. talking about a botched job. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. And, I mean, I, I don't know if, if it ties in well, but I actually I wrote a song about warm white fairy lights and, this, and, and what happened to me. All right. Well, we've got to listen to this track, Mark. <laughs> Uh, are you happy for yep. us to play it? Will I'd, you be? W- will we have it. to pay you royalties after this? Because <laughs> no, you can have it for free. Oh, oh my amazing. god! You want a foolish decision? There's so much money in podcasting. You're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, House Warmers, here is Mark Turner, the band, with his self-titled album, Mark Turner, and the track is "Warm White Fairy Lights." Always been partial, always impressed When I drive past your house, there is no contest And when I go to Bunnings and the aisles are all clear I wish I'd been more organized, maybe next year Wanna feel that warm wine of your Christmas light I want my house to spark like never been before My God, I love fairy lights and one thing's more There's only one color that I do detest It's cool white, baby, makes me feel so depressed Wanna feel that warm white of your Christmas life. Wow, what that's... What a track. What a track. Oh, my... What a 
bang. That's just beautiful oh, riding there, Mark. But you have beautiful cadence. Yes. Yeah, just make it warm white. That's all I care about. None of that cool white, baby. That's it. That's it. <laughs> wow. And so in the end, did you end up having the Christmas that you wanted? I guess that's what we all want to know. So in the end, we ended up putting on a huge concert for our neighbours. It actually ended up being super, super lovely. And um, oh, so that's we, nice. Yeah. Um, well, thank yeah. you so much for giving us a call, Mark. That's a cracker story and a great one for Christmas. Oh, thanks, guys. All right, kids, single file, okay? Form one line behind Brandon and you can all get your presents from Santa, okay? Ho, 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 come on up, little boy. What's your name? I'm Brandon. And what would you like for Christmas, Brandon? A monster truck. A monster truck? Ho, ho, ho. Santa has one in his sack. Here you go. Wow. Thanks, Santa. Hold on. It it doesn't have big wheels. This isn't a monster truck. It's a regular truck. Ho, ho, ho. Santa doesn't like ungrateful little kids. That's a surefire way to make it onto Santa's naughty list next year. Off you go now. Off Santa's lap. Ho, ho, ho. Next up to get their present. What's your name, little boy? I'm Devlin. And what would you like for Christmas? Um, can I have a fishing rod? Ho, ho, ho. Of course you can. Here you go. Uh, Santa, this is a stick with a bit of string. It's not a fishing rod. The fuck do you know about fishing anyway? Uh, You're six. Now get the hell out of here. Ho, ho, ho. Who's next? What's your name, little girl? I'm Alice. And what would you like for Christmas, Alice? Well, I thought I wanted a pony, but our backyard isn't big enough for a pony and he wouldn't have much grass to eat because there's a man who comes to eat the grass every few weeks, so our grass is actually not... Ho, ho, ho! That's a very interesting story. Can you tell Santa what you want before he's bored to sleep? Um, well, I do want Mummy and Daddy to stay married. Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. Santa's going to have trouble doing that. What about this easy bake oven? Off you go now. Ho, ho, ho. Who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Santa's would have had a tough time during COVID, that's for sure. Well, I mean, he just has to be around one day a year. Yeah. Santa's probably the one who's been isolating the most. You should be a Santa. A black Santa? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, if you enjoyed this episode and you have a cracker story like Mark did, then hit us up on our Facebook group at Housewarming Podcast or search for it. And you can find us on Instagram at Housewarming Podcast as well as on TikTok. Go check out our videos. That's all from us for now. Till next time. Don't don't forget forget to to take your your bins out. out. Big thanks to our editor, Sean Allen, and our producers, Ella and Elsa, for putting this show together. And a huge shout-out to our boy, Paolo, for helping us out with the theme music. 